This is Madison Miles, and you're listening to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Hey folks, Lewis here at the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. You just heard that little promo for Power Slam TV and it's a little special bonus for my listeners only. Type in the coupon code ALLIANCEPRO, all capital letters, ALLIANCEPRO, and you will get the first month of Power Slam TV for free. That's right, ALLIANCEPRO, all capital letters, the first month will be absolutely free. Take advantage of it. It's a great streaming site. If you're a professional wrestling fan, you're going to love Power Slam TV. So go ahead, sign up. Type in the type in Alliance Pro in the coupon code section. And again, first month is absolutely free. And don't forget all capital letters for Alliance Pro. That said, let's get on to the interview that I conducted recently with international superstar out of the Maritimes, the one and only Madison Miles. And that interview happens right now. Hello and welcome to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. This is the Alliance Pro Wrestling Interview. I am your host, Lewis Carlin, and I'm very excited today because my guest today is someone I've been trying to get on for a very, 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 very long time. And we finally, uh, we're finally doing it today. I'm very excited. Very happy to welcome, from the Maritimes, international superstar, Madison Miles. Madison, welcome to the show at last. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here. Oh, I'm honored to have you. I, I've been trying to get you off for so long. I know we, we, we spoke about that before I hit record, uh, but I'm glad we're finally able to connect today and uh, talk a little bit about your career and what you have coming up. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. So you just had the, the WWE tryout. Congratulations on that. Uh, was just was wondering, thank you. How, how, did that, um, how did that all come about? How did, that, how did you know that you were going for a WWE tryout? Um, well, to be honest, so um, I had just finished like a pretty good tour in England and um, I got home and I was just relaxing and I got an email just completely out of the blue um, telling me about the tryout. Um, back in March, I was told um, through the grapevine that I was being looked out for the tryout in August and then um, kind of early to mid-July, I ended up finding out about it and had about a month to prepare and it was super exciting and it's such a such a crazy experience and I'm absolutely so honored that I got to be a part of it. Yeah, I could imagine how how um, how uh, 
quite an experience that must have been. So they just they just had their eye on you, and they just contacted you out of the blue. Uh, they maybe they saw you on YouTube or something. Um, did somebody recommend you, or they just? They um, just... Well, so yeah, so I heard that I had um, a recommendation. Um, some people may know him, Asylum um, had put my name forward, and I had heard that there were a couple other people mentioning my name. Okay. Um, so yeah, so hopefully, uh, hopefully it was out of good word of mouth and good recommendation. And, um, I was told that they had heard about me and that they heard that I was working hard. So I'm super grateful for that. Yeah, that's, that's total. That's freaking awesome, man. Uh, so how did the trial go? Uh, what, what was the process like when you got there from, from day one, I think it was two or three days. Uh, what, what, what did they have you do? Did, were there drills that you had to do? Were you involved in matches? What, what, what entailed during the tryout? Um, yeah, so we got there, um, I got there Wednesday morning, and I got to relax a little bit until medicals on Wednesday night, um, and then Thursday we did, um, some physical, and then Friday we did physical. Um, there were drills, lots of rolling, and, um, like, strength and exercise drills, and to be honest, I had an absolute blast, and I think that the tryout really was an eye-opener for my strengths and my weaknesses, um, I was a little anxious because, I mean, obviously, for me, it was like a childhood dream coming true. So to be able to compress all of that and, you know, tell myself, like, this is a tryout, you know, it was it was so surreal and it was so amazing. And I'm absolutely, like, it's, it's, it's still crazy to think that I actually had my first WWE tryout at 19 years old. And it's a dream come true, really. There was I got to learn my strengths and my weaknesses, and it's it's so amazing. Yeah, I mean, what... So, is getting to the WWE must be your ultimate goal to, to get to uh, to get there? Yeah, I've always been a really weird person when it comes to my goals because I'm a very, very strong believer in um, like letting fate be fate. So, obviously, I go in there and I try my absolute best. And WWE is definitely like the end goal, but I'm very much just a, like I like to go with the flow. I like to enjoy the ride. I like to enjoy the process. So. You know, I'm a strong believer. Things happen for a reason, and things happen when they're supposed to happen. So we'll see where it all goes from here, right? Okay. Now, you mentioned you're 19 years old, and, and you've traveled all over Canada and and to internationally uh, you traveled. And, and, again, you're only 19 years old. Did you ever imagine that you'd be so successful so early in your career? I mean, you're, you've been wrestling since, I believe, you were 15 or 16. And uh, but did you think this success would come this quickly? It's like I said to me, it's honestly so, so surreal. So, yeah, so I started wrestling at 15 years old. And since then, I've wrestled, I mean, in three and a half years, I've wrestled in uh, just about 350 matches and in seven different countries and for 45 different promotions. And honestly, like, I, I, put, I put my entire life into this, you know. I, I have such a love and such a respect for wrestling and everything I do is devoted to wrestling and yeah, I'm I'm so blessed to have been given and working for these opportunities that I've gotten, and like I said, I, I keep stressing it, but it's all all of it is such a dream come true. And I think if you had said to 15 year old me, "Oh, in your first three and a half years, you're gonna accomplish all of these things," I would have been like, "Okay, yeah, right." Like, <laughs> I wouldn't believe you for a second. So it's it's amazing. So I only imagine, you know, what I could do in the next 10 years, even five years. 
I'm so excited to see where the whole process takes me. I, I know. It's just, again, 19 years old, absolutely incredible, the, su- the success you're having. And it's well-earned because you're, you, you're, you're absolutely tremendous in the ring. I was actually at the PWA uh, Canada show. I don't know if you remember. We, uh, I met you there at the PWA Canada show. Uh, great match. Yeah, absolutely. Against beautiful Bia. But you're, you're so talented. And, and you, you deserve every bit of success that you're getting right now. It's just, it's just unbelievable. I mean, you look at YouTube. You, you, YouTube videos, they get like 6.9 million views. The one against Kobe Christ. Uh, Kelly Klein got, I think, 2.4 million views. Good old Kobe Christ. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think it's yeah, because absolutely. of Kobe Christ. It's, it's so crazy. It's just it's unbelievable. It's, it's, oh, he definitely he definitely has something to do with it. But it's uh it's a good match and I mean, you know, bless his heart, everything. He he was a huge influence on my learning and you just mentioned beautiful Bia. She's one of my absolute favorite opponents to work with. Yeah. He just clicks so well and we work so naturally well together. She's yeah. a blessing to be in the ring with. Yeah, she, I was just actually Kobe Christ is a friend of mine. I was just kidding about Kobe. I'm, I'm sure he, he had a lot. Yeah, to do. totally, totally. <laughs> to do. I don't want to get him upset because I know he's in uh, in the UK right now, killing it. So, uh, but um, oh, he's doing so good as well. He's doing so well. Yeah, and I'm he, so proud of him. I'm so happy for him. He's a great person, and he's another person who works so hard. And he deserves everything he's getting right now. So I was so happy to see that he's over there. Absolutely. I, I agree with you 100% on that. Uh, so are there some places that um, that you yeah, haven't competed in yet? Like, uh, I don't think you've been to Japan yet. But are there any countries that you'd like to get to that you haven't got to yet? Absolutely. I mean, a couple, obviously, huge ones in wrestling, like Australia. I'd love to go to Japan. Um, I'd really like to go um to india and south africa but as i said it all comes with time and I keep doing my best and hopefully i'll get there those are definitely the big goals have you been to mexico i mean oh uh, to- yeah I, okay. I wrestled in mexico last year okay um see now i find myself making a lot of um a lot of more like short-term goals because in england now that um now that i'm you know relate relocating over there most of the time that it's a lot easier to access all these bigger countries because it's just very different over there. And obviously you get to hit a lot of the smaller countries around Europe and things like that. Okay. It's super cool. So lots of, lots of little short term goals, but those are definitely the, the long-term ones. Do you have a favorite place that you, uh, that you wrestle in? Uh, is it like maybe in the UK or, or in Canada? Or do you have a favorite spot that you like to wrestle in? To be honest, um, one place that's really, really grown on me in the last year or so is Germany. Okay. Um, I've been working with a promotion called Power of Wrestling, um, and their setup is just phenomenal. Um, every time that I wrestle there, the crowds are huge, and they're so full of fiery fans. And even though a lot of the fans don't speak English, like I'm just so overwhelmed at the merch table with the amount of support and it's it's just it's such a crazy environment. It's been by far like one of my favorite places to wrestle. Are you going to be going back it's there anytime amazing. soon? Are you going to be going back to Germany any anytime soon? Or? Um, yeah, I actually go back in October for a little okay. tour, so it's super exciting. Okay, so you were once yeah. you were once a little child. Uh, well, we all were once little children, but you you were like a super fan <laughs> of uh, you were once a super fan of pro wrestling. There are a lot of wrestlers that put up pictures of you when you're like I think five or six years old, uh, just a little fan. So why why the huge huge interest in professional wrestling, and what what drew you uh, what drew you to professional wrestling? I should ask. 
All right, so I'll give you a little bit of a backstory rundown here. So uh, when I was a kid, my dad was always a huge wrestling fan. Before I was born, my dad was an absolute diehard fan. Okay. Um, so growing up, he would always go into wrestling shows, and I was I would ask him to go. And I went some my first live show was um, Impact Wrestling in 2003, but we were way up in the bleachers, so I actually didn't enjoy it. And I was like, Dad, this sucks. I can't see anything. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so then um, when I was five years old, um, I begged my dad, because he was going to a show just across the bridge in Halifax from where I live, um, and it was at the Halifax YMCA, which is a really, really small, like not your ideal wrestling venue building whatsoever. Um and I'm like, Dad, please, 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 can I go? Because there was a girl on the poster. Uh, her gimmick name was Purity Saint. Okay. And I was like, please, Dad, there's a girl, there's a girl. And he's created it. Uh, it was a really small show, like, not a whole lot of people there. And I just fell in love. And the, the girl who was on the poster was actually, um, she was valeting at the time. So she wasn't even wrestling. But I was like, oh, my God, there's a girl involved. And from that day, I was hooked. Okay. So, like, from age five to age 15 when i started training i was just so involved with wrestling uh, my dad would drive anywhere from like anywhere within nine hours of our home that there was a wrestling show wow um when i was eight years old i started helping uh, sell tickets at the door helping sell merch and do music from age nine to 11 i did charity work with wrestling so all I, every show we would go to, my ticket would go towards the charity. And within three years, we ended up raising over $5,000 for wow. Christmas Daddies. Wow. Uh, obviously, within these times, I would go into like the show early because my, my ticket funds were going towards it. And I would help with ring crew and help set up and help with teardown. And then um, from age um, 11 through 13, I would do a lot of um, backstage segments, again, helping with setup kind of going around the shows a little bit more. Um, from 14 to 15, I started doing a lot of ring announcing and a lot of, like, bell ringing for a really big company here and, like, clean up during the shows, like, when they would throw streamers and stuff. And then when I was 15, and, like I said, doing a lot of, like, ring announcing and um, segments and stuff, they were like, well, we don't really train anybody as young as you, but you fit. and we obviously, at the time, I was the first local girl in eight years like the first full-time girl obviously they had brought in a couple girls for random shows here and there mm -hmm. but i was the first full-time girl in eight years so they were like well we don't really have any women but if you want to train because you've been around so long and you've been paying your dues for so long that if you want to train we'll train you and obviously i jumped at that opportunity and now we're here all right, now we're here, yeah. Uh, so you knew, did you, you knew while you're doing all this um, uh, with the ring work and uh, the charity and, and selling all the merch, did you know that this is all going to lead to you to becoming a professional wrestler? Did you know that's exactly what you wanted to do? You didn't want to do anything else, but you wanted to be a professional wrestler? To be perfectly honest with you, I actually, as a kid, I didn't think I'd be able to handle the pain of being a wrestler. Okay. I always knew I wanted to be involved. I always knew that I wanted to be either like a referee or a ring announcer or a manager. But as a kid, I was like, man, I don't think I'd be able to handle that pain. To be honest, when I was growing up, like my road trips would be me and my dad planning on how we would run our own wrestling company if we ever had one. And as a kid, 
when my dad would read me bedtime stories, he would tell me like wrestling storylines and like it's never <laughs> unless it was like a made up Scooby Doo bedtime story because okay. those were also my favorites. It was always storylines for wrestling. Like me and my dad just had that relationship where everything was wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. So I knew my entire life that I wanted to be absolutely absorbed in it, whether you know I owned my own company or I played some sort of role. It was when I became like 11, 12 years old that I was like, you know. To be honest with you, I actually saw some really bad wrestling, and I was like, man, it like made me really sad because I was like, wow, this really sucks. And I was like, if if they can do it, I can do it. Okay. And like the more like the older I like at that point, I was like, no, I think I could do it. And then a little bit older I got, and older I got, I'm like, yeah, I can definitely do it. And I did struggle. I was a very slow learner, but I loved it, and I loved every part of it. So. So, do you think you you still might want to start your own promotion one day? Probably not. <laughs> okay. Probably not. Okay. Uh, I mean, you never know. Like I said, it's very much a right place, right time, right opportunity sort of thing. So, you never really know. I guess I wouldn't say no to it, but it okay. would definitely have to be under some proper circumstances and working okay. with the right people. So. Okay. Well, what do you remember about your first match? I know you're you're 15. You said when you debuted. Well, what do you remember about the first match? Anything? Uh, any? Funny stories. Uh, uh, I remember I was thinking to one uh, one guy, and he said he forgot to put his. Um, he went out without his boots. He forgot about his boots on. Oh no! What do you What, what do you oh, remember no. about your uh, your first match? Well, actually, funny enough, so um, my training school was shut down um, about five months into training, um, and Caitlin Diamond uh, messaged me, and she was like, "We need a girl for this two week tour. I just saw you finish training. Are you available?" And I was like, yeah, I am available. And obviously, I was I was in grade 10 at the time. And I, like, I was in school. And I just went to the bathroom. And I'm like, Dad, I just got the opportunity to go on a two-week tour. Can I do it? And, and um, sorry, I called my mom first, not my dad. Called my mom first. And my mom was like, talk to your father. <laughs> so I'm like, I have to wait, miss two weeks of school. And she's like, yeah, just talk to your dad. Um, and like my dad being the big wrestling fan he is, he knew it was like a big opportunity. And especially since it was going to be my first match. Um, and they encouraged me to do it. I have the most supportive family ever. Um, and then I was like, well, I've grown up around wrestling around the Maritimes and, you know, I, I really like to have my first match of people who understand and appreciate how much this actually means to me. Um, so I ended up telling like my local promoter, like one of the promotions, which is IHW, that um like i grew up around and i ended up kind of telling them the situation and they ended up putting me on a show two days before i was supposed to leave for tour so i got okay. to have my first match it was with somebody under a mask um bless his heart matthew pettifer is who i actually worked with in my first match who was somebody okay. that i grew grew up kind of around a lot so it was really cool um the whole day my dad my dad is a cameraman around here so he filmed he's filmed every local show that he's been at since 2011 and he has like an absolute result record history of like maritime wrestling so okay. my dad was documenting uh documenting sorry the whole day by video um and i didn't we ended up getting to the show late because there was construction it was seven and a half hours from my house um it was like a spot show and uh there was it was like one of those um, places where there's only one highway to get there and there was construction. So we got there like half an hour before doors opened. So I was like losing my mind. Um, but we planned just about like a, a six, seven minute match. And I just remember I was I was so excited. I was obviously really nervous. But I was just yeah. so excited to finally like be able to have a match. 
and uh, I would just remember coming back and I just like burst into tears because I was so happy and it's so cheesy looking back at it but you know it was just how much it meant to me at the time and sure. I've always had such like a love and respect for wrestling so it was I just remember thinking of how surreal it felt and just broke down into tears and it's it was really cool but Oh, no, know. no crazy, funny, embarrassing oh, stories no, or anything. I'm, I'm starting to tear up right now. We just, you just <laughs> talked about it, but no, that's a, that's a great story, great story. So, so what do you think is the difference between 2015 Madison Miles and uh, 2019 Madison Miles? What are, what are the main differences? Um, to be honest, I'm the biggest thing I can tell you is I'm just so much stronger. I'm so much more confident. I'm confident in myself. I'm all about the respect and you know, respecting who you're working with and respecting your vets. But it's definitely one of those things where you learn who respects you and you learn who's out there to take advantage of you and things like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of the person that I've become. I've really, I'm really proud that I've learned how to kind of hold my own and I've learned how to handle myself and who to trust and you know, how to, how to, how to respectfully distance yourself from people who aren't helping you kind of thing and okay i think the confidence that i've gained is the biggest thing and the respect like i've had such a respect for wrestling but i've learned a hundred times more how like i said to respectfully carry myself and how to i i take wrestling very seriously and a lot of people might not always think so but like if you look locally there's a lot that like i realize kind of sets me apart from other people but it's it's about learning who else also shares that passion and drive with you and i think that's like how i've drastically kind of changed the most if all of that makes sense i guess but absolutely, that, absolutely. It, that's the first thing that comes to my mind when okay. i think of like how i've changed as a person okay and you've gotten into in trem- you've gotten into yourself into tremendous shape i think you posted on facebook uh not too long ago what you, what um what you, where you were at, I think, was it four or five years ago to where you're at right now? What kind of what, what kind of exercise plan did you go on, and what did you what? How did you change your diet to to get into such tremendous shape? Um, well, to be honest, when I found out that I, I was 14 when I started losing weight, so about five. It's actually five years ago, and it is August now, so almost exactly five years ago that I started. Um, but because I knew that a training for wrestling was opening, so I knew that I kind of had to like change my life around, and. Uh, I just started doing, like, um, Atkins, like, low-carb dieting. I wasn't in the gym a whole lot at first, but that was because I was trying to really, really focus my mind on eating clean and eating healthy. Lots of eggs, lots of salad, lots of meats, lots of protein, stuff like that. And I was really, really, I had a very, um, like, I was very ignorant to, like, actually, like, what was proper healthy for me. But I tried my best with the knowledge that I had to eat as healthy as I possibly could. Um, and then once I started to lose some weight, gaining a little bit more confidence in myself, then I incorporated uh, working out and actually working with people who gave me proper diet plans. But at first, I just kind of did it on my own and did what I thought was okay. going to be best. And it worked. And then I drastically lost like 40 pounds. And then wow. the that was in about six months. So then the rest of this time has just been toning up and you know, trying to, trying to, I, it was a very drastic weight loss, right, at first, so um, it obviously took a lot of time to even remotely get where I am, so, so I'm, a, I'm a, you know, things don't happen overnight, slow and steady wins the race, and there you go, yeah, all right, we'll see where it takes us, all right, well, 
again, congratulations. You did a tremendous job. Um, I, I, I could I, I could stand to lose a few pounds. That's why I was wondering. I was like, wow, she did a great job. And I just oh, I, I need to follow her, uh, her follow her lead. Um, no. But anyway, but you posted on Facebook that you got a lot of shows coming up. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of driving. Uh, do you ever get tired of all the driving that you have to do? And how do you pass time during all, during those long drives? To be honest, it, see, that's a, it's, a, it's a really hard question for me to answer because I love driving. I love road trips. I love being on the road. And most of all, like, I absolutely love what I do. Um, and it, it does get hard sometimes. Um, I don't really mind being away from home too much. I talk to my parents every day. And if it wasn't for, like, my very immediate family, um, I don't mind being on the road at all. And my parents are so supportive that, to me, it's quite easy being away from home. Um, I think it's just overall, like the driving in general, um, me and, me and Charlie have been, we just sat down and we, you know, we looked at what the last year of our life has looked at or looked like, sorry. And we haven't been in the same spot for more than three months consistently. And even with those three months, we're still like, when we're in England, we're still going to Germany and going to Ireland and going to Austria, you know, when we're in Canada, like I'm still go to the U.S. and travel across Canada and go to Mexico. So it's never like we're actually in one place for more than like a month at a time. Sure. And those things are amazing. But obviously, like I realize that they start to add up. But I'm very, very glad that I've been traveling since such a young age. And I was doing like two week tours, three week tours across Canada at 15 years old because it's definitely helped me learn how to manage on the road and like how to take care of myself, how to make money on the road, how to make sure that I'm, you know, um, like spending accordingly and just genuine, like how to, how to manage on the road. Um, so I, I definitely don't mind it and I feel I'm pretty used to it by now. Um, it definitely adds up, but I do, I do genuinely enjoy it. All right, now you mentioned you mentioned Charlie. Uh, September sixth, you're in the main event for Kaisen Pro Wrestling. Uh, you versus Big T versus Charlie Winston. Well, Charlie, uh, Chip Chambers, and Chris Hicks. Uh, what's the game plan? I know you're going to take it easy on uh, Charlie during that match. Oh my god, I'm not taking it easy on anybody. Okay. Let me tell okay. you, okay. that is like by far the match of me being home that I am so so excited for. I don't get to do inner since like the the rise in women in the Maritimes, the other three girls. I'm always working with them, so I don't really do intergender at home anymore. And I okay. actually haven't done intergender in quite a while. Okay. Um, so I'm just so excited. I mean, there's so much history with all of those people. Um, to, out of everybody, I probably have the least amount of history with Tieran, but I know Tieran pretty well. I'd like to think, and um, him and I have a great friendship. So right there it's one thing and then me and chip chambers have known each other for almost i think i want to say like 12 years or something like that uh, okay. so we've known each other for so long and he's always been a really good friend of mine i think me and chris hicks speak for itself we had a feud across the maritimes yep. for over a year um and then of course me and charlie i mean we've wrestled we've wrestled each other uh three times once in the singles and two in tag matches um and every time I'm in there with him, I just absolutely have a blast because we just, we it's, it's always trying to outsmart each other. And we're literally just messing with each other in ring. And so, I mean, every single person in that match is a different story to tell. You know, each of those people I have a different background with, a different history with. But they're all people that I absolutely love working with. So I'm so, so excited. 
um, for that match. And I think it's going to be an absolute blast. Not not everybody's a fan of intergender wrestling. Not not me. Um, I'm I'm totally cool with it. Well, what's what do you say to people that that say that intergender wrestling has no place in in professional wrestling? To be honest, um, I'm I'm a. It's. It, I think that's another hard topic because I'm obviously a hundred percent for intergender wrestling, yep. but I think it has to kind of be done a certain way, in my own opinion. Like, um, but that comes with time. That comes with learning psychology. That learns with kind of making things make sense. Um, but I think you have to be open to it. You know, it's it's 2019, men and women. It's not. You know, people see it as violence, um, but it's it's wrestling. You know, and if girls want to prove that they're they're tough and they're strong. I don't see anything wrong with intergender wrestling whatsoever. So I think people just have to open their minds to it a little bit and they have to be a little bit more accepting of it. And something I've even learned is that um, a lot of male wrestlers are actually a little bit uncomfortable themselves. But I think okay. it's all about just learning and about becoming open to it. And like I said, having an open mind and um, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make men look weak by having to wrestle women, but that's about the story you tell. You know, that's about that's about how you work together and things that make sense. And, you know, it's all about the story you're telling. So Absolutely. I think it's a really I think it's a really cool thing. And to be honest, I think it almost can help uh, without sounding super like uh, stereotypical. Like, I think it can help women learn a little bit because sometimes when girls are quite green and if they don't have like in the Maritimes, for example, all the girls that have ever been here have always been really green. Like, of course, you have your fly-ins and stuff, but you can't have a fly-in for every show. So locally, all the girls are extremely green. So that was the way that I learned was by wrestling people like Chris Hicks all the time and wrestling people like Julian Young, like getting to work with people that I knew could kind of hold my weight and they helped me learn how to, how to hold my own you know, and they're, they're able to kind of help you in ways that other green people can't. So like I, I owe most of like, I owe a lot of the reason why I am where I am to people like those two, especially Chris Hicks. And then that was at the early stages of my career. Like I, I owe everything to Chris Hicks and then come the second, like, you know, halfway through my career so far, Kobe was another person that he really, really helped me bring myself next level. Um, so people like them, you know, I'm, intergender wrestling with them was pretty okay. much which ha what has me where I am now. So September 6th, uh, do you have a prediction? Do you, do you, do you, are you going to win that match? Uh, I'm, I'm definitely winning. No okay, ifs, ands, or buts. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I'm just going to beat the crap out of all of them. Okay. Okay. You, you mentioned that you mentioned here in big T. Uh, I don't know if, if you saw his video. That was a little scary. Says he's going to kill four people. Uh, it's like, Oh, just, just kill three people. Just, just leave Madison Miles alone, though. Don't kill Madison Miles. <laughs> we'll see about that, Big T. We'll see about that. Okay. I actually haven't seen it yet because okay. I've been on the road the last few days. Okay. Um, but I overheard someone listening to it, but I was like, as I was in the middle of doing something, and that was all I actually heard was I'm going to kill four people, and I was like, oh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. Okay. I'm, I'm so excited. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's definitely going to be intense, that's for sure. And also, you have another big match coming up. I believe it's August twenty fourth against uh, Chantel. Uh, is that is that the date? August twenty fourth against Chantel. Yes, that's uh, that's in Miramichi. I believe that's the one you're talking about. I wrestled Chantel a couple times this month, okay. but I think the one you're talking about is the title match in uh, August twenty fourth. Does that sound right to you? Is uh, that what you're referring to? 
Yep. So your uh, your yeah. thought your thoughts on Chantel. Your thoughts on Chantel. Yeah. Um, Chantel, man, she's come. She's uh, she's come such a long way since she started. Uh, she still has a lot to learn, but she's definitely uh, she's definitely progressed a lot faster than I could ever hope for her to progress. Um, she's uh, she's definitely given me a little run for my money, but. You know, it's, it's that's that's all that's what it's about. You know, she ups her game, I up mine, and we go from there. And every time we wrestle, it's something new, and we're trying something different. And um, we've definitely built a really, really strong friendship throughout wrestling. And I think uh, they August twenty fourth, they have like a champions versus champion thing going on. But okay, I again, you know, I think I'll be uh, walking away with that title, okay. student versus teacher in that situation. Not really a teacher, but I've definitely like. That's been our whole, uh, the whole thing so far is me kind of guiding her through. And we haven't had like a really intense match like that okay. yet. So I think it's going to be super interesting. Okay, cool. That's going to be a great one. I, I'm looking forward to that one as well. Hopefully it'll be on YouTube uh, very soon. Uh, hope the, oh, I'm the, sure it will the, be. The Kaizen matches, uh, hoping that those matches will be on uh, YouTube. You'll get another. Oh, they, Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. they definitely will. Absolutely. That's going to be a, you should, I think you should fly yourself out and come see that show. You know, I'm going to have to, I, I was thinking about it. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was trying to get them to, to book Kobe Christ against Holden Albright, but that, that's not happening. I would have, oh. I would have flown out for that, but uh, that, uh, that didn't happen this time, but um, I'll drive. That's 19 hour drive. I'll just drive. If, if you guys are yeah, driving, I'll just drive too. I, well, yeah, really? <laughs> So, so let's uh, shift gears. IHW, you're in, you're in a faction called the Firm. Uh, Dave Boyce, how did you uh, how did you get involved with the Firm? How did I get involved with the Firm? Well, um, basically, so they had me as a baby face for the last uh, for the last couple years, and then almost a year ago exactly, I ended up making my heel turn and their promotion. And uh, Charlie and Titus were both uh, heel and. It was really difficult, again, because at the time there was uh, not really, like, a strong babyface female to kind of rely on until Chantel um, and uh, Lila Dare came along. So uh, I thought it'd be in my smartest interest to join in with uh, Charlie and Titus. And then okay. Dave Boyce ended up kind of taking over the company and taking control. And, you know, he, uh, he figured that we were the best prospects to kind of rule the company with. And here we are. All right, now, do you prefer being a babyface or do you prefer being a heel? Oh, gosh, it definitely depends on the environment. At home, I just love being heel. But I, I find, like, I really enjoy both, honestly. It just it just depends on the crowd and, my, and, to be honest, like, my mood. Because I feel like sometimes me as a heel is so naturally me. But at the same time, I can totally shift gears and be a happy, bubbly, exciting babyface. So I really, really like them both. But... I think at home I enjoy being heel, and everywhere else I really enjoy being babyface. It definitely flip-flops back and forth. Now, there's another female uh, in the firm, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Jasmine Hawks, a uh, 16-year-old Jasmine Hawks, rising star. Do you, do, you, do you see any similarities in her at 16 compared to you when you were 16? Absolutely, absolutely. That was one of the first things when Jasmine started wrestling. I was like... You know, I've been you, I've been in your position and I would give anything. I would have given anything when I was in Jasmine's position to have somebody like another female around because a lot of guys like when I was 15, I had guys trying to help me with girl problems, you know, girl issues in wrestling. 
And so I was super happy to be able to kind of help Jasmine. And I see so many similarities in her and I, and um, she's, she's doing so good. And she's, she impresses me every time we wrestle and every time we wrestle, she gets better. So I'm really happy for her. And she's definitely, she's another part of the firm really. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see where she goes. Now, normally you're very busy. You're very busy. Uh, but do you get? Do you ever get any downtime? And if so, like, what what do you do um, when you when you're not wrestling? What do you like to do for fun? To be honest, um, every time I'm not wrestling, I'm just spending time with my parents. When I'm home, I just travel so much, and okay. um, I've obviously been on the road a lot since I was 15. So. I uh, I went through a little phase with my parents as well where I didn't really see them a lot and I didn't always treat them the best going like a, it was about like a year through my teenage years. Um, and so now I just realized that I'm not really home a whole lot and I try to make up for that lost time. So my favorite thing to do is just watch TV or go to the movies or the biggest thing me and my family do is we play cards and we have card tournaments like we're a super okay. competitive family. So um, that's my absolute favorite thing to do in my downtime is just get with my parents and Charlie and we play cards and or we visit like my grandparents and stuff. I'm such a family person. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. Honestly. Um, but yeah, that's like as long as I go to the gym, go for a tan and then spend time with my family. That's like my main three priorities every day. All right, man. That's that's great. It's always always good times. It's always good that uh, you're spending time with your family. So that's uh, that, that's a good absolutely. thing. Absolutely, that's an absolutely good thing. So three more questions, and then then we'll wrap this up. So, oh who, my gosh, not a problem. Who who have been your favorite opponents so far up to up to now? Oh, my favorite opponents. That's a good question. Um, so obviously, I think it goes down in history. Chris Hicks. I mean, like I said, he is somebody who absolutely is the reason why I am where I am he is someone who had faith in me and every single time we went in the ring no matter how nervous I was we had an absolute blast and for me he made wrestling fun you know it wasn't just about oh you have to learn oh you have to try this oh you have to try that it was like he'd pick one new thing every single match um and he just he just made it fun and he made me love wrestling he made me really take it from being a scared green wrestler who was too stressed about like what I was doing wrong to making me realize that it was okay to have fun. And he taught me how to have fun and he taught me how to really enjoy it. So I always think Chris Hicks will go down as one of my favorite people to ever be in a ring with. It's just easy. And it come, it always came really naturally to, for us working together. Um, again, I would say Kobe because of the same reasons, you know, he was always helping me learn and Kobe kind of, Chris Hicks was all about basics and learning character. And then Kobe was kind of more teaching me how to be a little bit more athletic and teaching me how to be different. And that's something that I will absolutely value forever. Um, another really, like two other really good learning experiences for me were Caitlin Diamond and Kelly Klein, a little bit, uh, a little bit you know, more important people or I shouldn't say more important, like um, kind of bigger scale people that I wrestled very often. And they taught me a lot of really important lessons in wrestling about being myself and uh, how to handle myself on the road and things like that. And then I'd say now since uh, traveling internationally, um, Mercedes Blaze is someone that um, I wrestled quite a few times. And every time her and I step in a ring together, we just have, again, so much fun and it's so intense and we actually uh, 
main event main evented recently for a company and uh they said it was one of the, like the best women's matches that they had had at that promotion because wow. we just absolutely tore the house down and i had so much fun with her and then another girl uh from overseas is voodoo queen amara and okay. she's an absolute blast to work with she's a, an amazing character and when we wrestle she's always heel and i'm normally face and we just tell such a good story and again she's just one of those people that she's a lovely person outside the ring and we just have so much chemistry in the ring that it's she's a she's an absolute pleasure to work with so those are just a couple that's i know it's like so many but those are just some that stand out off the top of my head what about dream matches do you have any any dream matches that that you hope to accomplish dream matches to be honest one of my biggest dream matches i would love to wrestle mickey james if i ever had the chance okay she's definitely one of my dream matches um i think People, you know, long shot, super long shot goals like Natalia and Trish Stratus would be, you know, crazy as well. But okay. I think my most realistic potential dream match would be like a Mickey James dream match. I got to wrestle um, Victoria, which was one of my dream matches kind of growing up. So that was really, really cool. Um, but yeah, Mickey James would definitely be like my number one. So you were, you, were, you, were, you were one-on-one with Victoria? I thought it was a tag team match with J.P. Sims and Victoria against you and and um, I can't remember I can't remember the your partner. But you, you went one-on-one with Victoria as well? Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I actually went one-on-one with Victoria. Oh, my God. I want to say it was definitely twice. I can't remember if it was a three-day tour or a four-day tour. But I know for sure it was two singles wow. and then okay. a tag. Uh, but, yeah, going one-on-one with Victoria, was that was so much fun. That was another amazing amazing learning experience as well and she was really down to earth and gave me some really cool advice and i had a blast with her as well so she was one of my dream matches growing up so it was really cool that only like two years into my career i got to wrestle her so that was super cool all right now i lied i actually had four questions left and i have two more left to go <laughs> i have two left no it's okay I, I want to ask i i was looking at um i went on to cage match just to look at some of your past matches and i noticed in 2019 you had an incredible number of matches with Ali's wicker i was wondering why why so many times with Ali's wicker was that just part of the tour or uh uh, so that actually would have been, um, I don't know if the results might have been messed up, but that would have been 2019. So basically what we did um, just earlier this year, uh, we ended up doing a 32-day tour together. Okay. Um, so we were wrestling every day for 32 days. Wow, okay. Um, but Ali's Ricker, I mean, I wrestle her. I wrestled her a lot. Um, I'd say we probably wrestled 75 times and. You know, we, we, we used to we used to be the only two girls in the Maritime, so every show it would always just be the two of us. And okay. we've we've had it out together so many times in the ring. But yeah, we uh, after all of this and being together since 2015, we got to she moved uh, out to Alberta last September. So uh, since then, like I said, we got to meet back up, and it was really cool that we just both been. We never we didn't try to get on the same tour. We just coincidentally were like, oh, who's our opponent? Who's my opponent? And they were like, oh, Ali's Wicker. And I'm like, oh, my God, what are the chances of that? Like, she moves out west. And <laughs> I don't see her for seven months, and then we end up on a 32-day tour together. So, oh. yeah. Wow, yeah, I was looking Talk at Talk about coincidence. Yeah, I know. As Like I said, I was like, wow, there's so many so many matches with uh, Miles and Ali's Wicker. But uh, I was just wondering about that. Um, yeah. So where do you see – I think you touched upon it a little earlier, but where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, do you think you'll be uh, with uh, WWE, AEW, or will you be touring internationally? What, what, where do you think you'll be in five years? To be honest, I think the dream – the dream ideally is to be signed. 
But I'm also still young, and I still have so much left to learn. And obviously, you never stop learning. But I definitely think quite a few more years in the independent scene would do me a lot of good. Um, unless anybody thinks that, you know, they would like to, you know, they see me as moldable or, you know, like as an investment kind of thing because I'm so young. But I think some more years on the indies would do me a lot of good. Um, and I'm like I said, I'm very much a go with the flow type of person. Um, I, I, I send out my resume and send out my info and uh, keep checking back in with people and trying to get my name out there and trying to get myself exposed and expand my brand. And like I said, it's just I'm, I'm very much a, a just down for the ride and trusting the process and I love the process and thing is I find about wrestling is so many times you get told like oh you might get this opportunity you might get that opportunity and then it doesn't happen and it's very much like a letdown but then all of a sudden this crazy random opportunity that you didn't even think was an option pops up and that's the beauty of wrestling so I try not to focus too much on one specific goal but it's more about putting myself out there as much as I possibly can and seeing you know, kind of who takes interest or who may be interested in working with me and then go from there. So, I mean, I think ideally in five years from now, I'd like to be signed, but I'm hoping that at the very least, I'll be making a really good name for myself on the indies. Well, you, you don't have to worry about that. That's not, that's not if it's, it's definitely going to happen. So you're, you're already making a name for yourself on the indies. Uh, so thank um, you. That's, that's the hope and yeah, yeah, stay humble and get all, get all the advice I can and, the experience I can see where I go from there. Really, you're actually going to be in Mississauga, I think, um, for a, for a show. Is that is that in August or is that September? Yeah, that's uh, September 14th. Okay. Oh, so, oh I would have. Oh, I'm going to be at Seaway Valley Wrestling on September 14th. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, they have a show the same day. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a uh, uh, revolution. Is the show that I'm on? Any? Uh, you, will you be coming back to PWA Canada any anytime soon? You know. Um, I'm hoping so. I'm really good friends with a lot of people there. It's just about okay. making sure, like, it's just about making the dates line up, really. I'm uh, in talks all the time with the booker, so it's always, okay. it's it's funny because it's it's one of those promotions that we always, like, we talk about dates, like, once a month, and they, it's always just, I'm either booked or, it, like, misses the time that I'm available by, like, a day, so... Really, really bad luck with getting up there, but I will definitely be back. I had such a blast last time I was there. So yeah, if you if you come back, I'll I'll be there for sure. That was a uh, was a awesome. great, great match against again great match against Bia. That uh, was a great show. Kobe Christ and Charlie was also on that that card as well. Yeah. So that was that again. Was... What a coincidence! Like it's so cool that like Kobe just happened to be on the show the same time that we were. Like it was, it's so cool. Absolutely. It's, wrestling uh, is so full circle, and it's so amazing. Absolutely. Well, Madison, you know, I, I just want to thank you so much for, for joining me today. It was an absolute pleasure. I'm so glad we were able to get together. Like I said, I've wanted to speak to you uh, for a long time, and I, you're, you're a superstar. You, you have nothing to worry about. You're going to get signed uh, within five years. That's, I think that's guaranteed, and uh, I wish you nothing but the best of luck in the future. And again, you're you are by the time you're 24 i really think that you're going to be with the wwe 100 percent. thank you i mean you know like i said here's hoping we'll see where the future takes me but um i guess i really appreciate all your kind words and i think what you do is really amazing so don't stop doing what you're doing and don't let anybody tell you any different it's 
such an honor to be on here. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. And though, thank you for the kind words. Uh, that means a lot to me. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, can you stick around just a little bit? Maybe you just do a little plug for the show uh, before you yeah, go? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, sure. Not I'm, a just gonna, I'm just going to say my goodbyes and then um, we'll uh, get that little plug in. Not a problem. All right. Well, this has been the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. I am your host, Lewis Carlin. Again, I want to thank my guest, international superstar from the Maritimes, Madison Miles. And until next time, thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. And stay safe, everyone. So long. Bye-bye.